Welcome back to the Colecast. I'm your host, the Tyler Cole. This is a podcast about music and music discussion, where we just go over anything music-related, interviews, discussion, essays, whatever. Um, this episode is an interview episode like my AJX interview, except today we have No Luck. Hello, No Luck. What is up? What it do? He is, uh, he's an artist you've probably seen on my channel before. I've done a, I've done a reaction or two to him. And then there was a live reaction I did re as of filming this yesterday. Um, but yeah, tell him about yourself. Who are you? Oh, man. Just man with the plan. One artist under God. I feel like it's going to be my new trademark now. Anyways, but <laughs> nah, man. Just the black man trying to make it in this world, man. Just make sure I'm trying to bring it up for the youth and, you know, all that good stuff, bro. That's good. Well, what we're gonna do is we're just gonna we're gonna go and ask No Luck here some questions and about his about his music, about stuff surrounding his music, his album, some other stuff, and we're gonna have him answer to the best of his ability. And we're just gonna we're just gonna chill with it. We're gonna it's pretty 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 simple. We'll just get right into it. Um, with the first question I have on here, it a lot of these are basic questions, um, for the first mm -hmm. section, but then I'll have some more like No Luck specific questions. And I'm going to save the new album questions for a little later in the podcast so they keep listening through the whole way. Um, and also I can run ads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, this first question here, um, what, what what first got you into making music? Um, Music was always something I really wanted to do, like, all my life. Um, Because I I swear, like, ever since I come out, like, my mom was woo. Like, I started singing, like... Yeah. Music was my number one thing. Music was always like a safe haven. When I couldn't do nothing else, music was my go-to. And so going into like actually being a part of the industry, I always wanted to do it. It's just I didn't know really how to until like way later on in my life. Until I was like 14, that's when I really started to get in more into like the more rapping side of things. Um, when you say you you got more into the rapping side of things, were you in like other or were you in like other areas or looking into other areas before that, or was it just I, you hadn't gotten into it yet? Yeah, um, I for like almost all my life because I grew up on like grew up on mainly like gospel and like contemporary Christian. So my whole thing was I'm just gonna be doing that. That was really what I was gonna be doing. I didn't really grow up too much on rap, and if I and the rap that I did grow up on. It was like either Christian rap or like Paul Wall, <laughs> straight up like Houston stuff. But that wasn't really my thing at the time. Yeah, it wasn't until I hit like around fourteen or fifteen where I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna give this rap thing a try, and it just kind of stuck with me right there. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Speaking of speaking of Christian rap, are there any like Christian rappers you really look up to or who really inspire you a lot? Oh, Lecrae, definitely the top, uh, top Lecrae. dude. Like, bro, like I feel like being him. I feel like he's, like, older version of me. We're, like, we're both from Houston, Texas, uh -huh. in case you didn't know. Yeah, I, I um, didn't know you are from Texas. I, was, I thought you said something about it in your uh, one of your songs on your album, I think. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Christian boy coming straight out from Texas, man. Okay. <laughs> uh, wasn't born and raised there, but I, yeah. I'm still proud to call myself a Houstonian, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we both, me and Lecrae had a lot in common. It's just, like, I feel like he's just, like I say, he's, like, an older version of myself and that's okay. something that i want to either be like or even be better than you know what i'm saying so yeah. um lecrae if you happen to hear this get on a song with no look or get on the podcast <laughs> uh, <laughs> give me some give me some clout i guess but uh, <laughs> but um but yes aside from like christian artists and all that are there any other like artists like specifically either 
with the gospel stuff or even with the rap stuff that really got you into what you were doing, like really inspired you? Um, I first, when I first decided really getting into the rap thing, my, the one artist that really got me into that was this, this one dude named Cannon. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Because when I first started listening to rap, the only rap that I ever liked was fast rap. Like people who mm-hmm. spit like mad flows me too. and it's like bro like that and it inspired me so much and that's the only thing i wanted to do back in my time so people like hannon andy minio or okay. like even like these other rappers like maybe like ski mask and all of them people who were known for their fast flows that's what really got me hooked on that and so i was like okay and so i decided i wanted to roll with that they were they're honestly like my number one go-to's of why i decided to really be a part of this I can see I can see the influence in some of your songs and some of your some of your flows are real like quick, you yeah. know. I wouldn't consider you like a fast rapper because I mean that's kind of a box um, to yeah. put someone in. But I, you, you, I see the influence in that. It's that's funny because that was also like before I got into like hip hop and all that, and you know, based a YouTube channel around it in like eighth grade. Um, it's just weird how similar are well you well, you went more into making. I went more into listening and studying. Um, but how similar are come-ups, qu- qu- for lack of a better term, in this in music were? Because, like, one, on one hand, I grew up very Christian as well. I'm not Christian now. I'm agnostic theist. Um, but I grew up Seventh-day Adventist. And so I was surrounded by a lot of gospel. Yeah. Um, but my dad mostly grew uh, had me grow up on rock, right? But then around, like, mm-hmm. 13, 14, seventh, eighth grade, I started listening to, like, Eminem. And, God, and God, Godzilla came out around that time, too, so... Ah, okay. And so uh, uh, that's very interesting how similar it was now that I'm thinking yeah. about it. But, um, but yeah, I was going to bounce off of something I heard in that response, but I forgot what I was going to bounce off. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's right. Um, so in, in the fast route department, you really got into it for the fast route department. Um, what about now? Like what, what drives you towards your current sort of style? What, who are your influences there? Um, I'm still like Ski Mask is definitely like it's still my my number one, but then like the introduction of like some other people like Logic, Denzel mm-hmm. Curry, um, there was another artist, like, like I even went back sometimes and like went back to listen to like some '90s rappers, okay. people like Busta Rhymes back at that time, mm-hmm. or like, uh, was it not Bone Collector? Was it Twista and mm-hmm. like Izzy Bone and all of them? And I'm like. Oh gosh. And so it's like I've really picked them on their habit. I really try to learn from them. And so they was like oh, you know, they were the main reasons why I was like, I wanna keep this up because and it's, it's like if you really listen to it nowadays, especially a lot of this new music, you won't be hearing that. You don't be hearing no fast rap or something like that. You don't yeah. you don't really be seeing that originality. Like everybody wants to sound the same. Everybody wants to have this this straight up like all oh, to like hip it hip it hip it sound like Snoop Dogg in this video, yeah. <laughs> you know stuff like that. And so I'm just like I want to stand out. Yeah. You know I feel like that's one of the main things that helps people stand out is to make sure like if you got like if you want, you feel like you have a flow, roll with it. You know if you yeah. feel like you can switch it up, roll with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, let me see. So like I noticed a lot of your like, I don't. How do you feel about the terms like woke rapper or mumble rapper and all that? Um, woke rapper, mumble rapper. Hey, um, <laughs> I mean, I use this. I use it sometimes. I don't. Ever, okay, I don't ever use the word woke rapper. Yeah, 
I don't, I don't know. It's like, I've never really used that term. And it's not like I have a problem with it. Just some I don't really, like, use when it comes to just straight up, like, rappers. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I don't know. There's something about the word woke rappers that just, I don't know. It kind of it kind of throws it away. It's, I feel like, for some reason, it's, like, to insult that person. I don't know what it is. But when it comes to, like, mumble rappers, oh. Uh, can't even like especially with like today's music i can't even call a specific artist mumble rappers because a majority of them are yeah you know and it's like okay there's those there's those who mumble but then there's also those who are like tongue-tied but it's just the way that they're kind of projecting their voice it's not coming out the way they, it's it's not coming out the way that we can hear it yeah. you know what i'm saying because even after a while like I'm used to be like I don't listen to mumble rappers like people like Playboy Cardi and Lil Baby and all them. I could listen to them because I was just like they mumble. I can't understand a word they're saying. Yeah. It's like the more that you listen to them, the more that you even understand them while other people don't. Yeah. It's just like how does that work? Well, you listen to them for a while and so it's just like do you really want to put kind of mumble on them? So, I I don't know. Maybe I'm kind of just rambling on but that, that's how i feel about it honestly but i think both of those those specific because they're more like bo boxes and labels people put a lot of rappers in but i feel like those i agree with you the woke um term is kind of weird to me yeah um because like kendrick right um he's considered a woke rapper a lot of the time and i, I see it you know with it what people consider a woke rapper but also like some of the stuff on on, on damn um yeah. people could see like be humble or humble it could be seen seen as more mumbly because i was like a celebration album saying i made it you know and so it's yeah. weird putting that box especially on some of these like long time rappers who work with what a lot of people call mumble rappers like j cole and works with 21 savage and uh little baby a lot you know right. and, and it's like i'm thinking about that too i'm just like what do you like what do you consider a woke rapper yeah it's like it's like okay if you're basing it off of, you know, what they, what their lyrics are like a good majority of the time, if that's the case, then I think we should call a lot more people woke rappers than really what we consider. Oh, so, like, like you said, like Kendrick Lamar. Oh, so we think of him as a woke rapper or somebody like, I, nah, like, lack of a better, like Anneli Chopper. We, mm -hmm. like, he's... He's saying, like, he's he's calling himself woke. Well, people call him woke and stuff because he's more, he's trying to be more on, like, that more spiritual side of him. Really? I haven't noticed that. Yeah. I haven't listened to him recently, but I've I've always seen him as, like, a, one of the quote-unquote mumble rappers. That's interesting. Yeah, that's, and that's, and at the same time, it's like, I kind of get it, but at the same time, no, because we want to consider, I feel like, you want to consider somebody a woke rapper? It's something that they have to be, like, consistent like no matter what the basis may be yeah. so like if i had to pick one where it's like i would consider him like a number one like woke woke rapper i would probably say j cole because from what i've heard from him and from the music that i've listened to i don't there's really hasn't been like these songs that i've heard that's like oh he's you know he's like talking about something totally like derogatory he's talking about uh, these this worldly stuff or he's or he's basically speaking about it from the sense that other rappers are mm. you know it's like you know he's really speaking from perspective of okay this is what this is what society teaches you this is what i know for a fact you know what i'm saying and so that's why that I, that would be a person i would consider a woke rapper 
okay. stuff like that. So. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like. Uh, how do you feel about like just putting labels on rappers or artists in general? Really, like woke, YouTube, fast, mumble, whatever. I mean, I don't. I feel like we shouldn't put labels on anybody, regardless of whatever their title is. Mm. You know, whether it's an artist or uh, like a manager or something like that. But especially when it comes to the music industry, because feel like when you put labels on things you put labels on rappers one i feel like that kind of it creates like almost from the word look for like creates like a fog or like it creates like walls between like the audience for people who are really trying to look out and trying to you know reach uh you know certain artists that they feel like they should listen to because like back then back in the early 90s and stuff they didn't really have you couldn't really i don't want to say label them mm -hmm. no because everyone had their own style mm -hmm. at the same time it's like you can't really put them in certain areas because you know all of them had a significant impact on the whole world and it wasn't hard for you to reach out to find some like really dope artists or dope music Nowadays, since they put labels and they kind of like separated everybody based off of those labels, now it's harder to find like these good artists and stuff. You have to really like dig deep and and stuff like that. And so, when it comes to like putting labels on people, I really feel like that creates barriers between mainly for the art for the audience or to really reach out and to find those good find just good music in general. I agree with you there because like putting these labels. It like, aside from it, like, saying, trying to box the artist in or putting a label on something, with fans, like, looking for new music, if you, like, say, people, just little Baby, for an example, for me specifically, just because um, it's something I've, I've learned or looked at, when I was, I saw, like, because I don't really like the whole mumble rapper thing, because you don't listen to, uh, like, Lil Baby or something for the same reason you listen to Eminem, you know, it's, you right. listen, but when I was, I was looking, I've seen Lil Baby's, like, one of those mumble rappers, you know, he has, he has had a couple good songs, but more recently, I've been looking into him, he has, like, when you look at like how he's actually doing it, he's actually has like some really good flows and is on beat, unlike what a lot of the people who claim mumble rappers do, you know. Right. And so just like putting the labels on him is just kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, I so know I what you that. mean. But yeah. um, let's bring let's bring it back around to to Mr. Luck himself. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what what was like? Was there like a turning point or like a specific thing that said, "Hey, that you like that came to you that's like, hey, I want to make music myself. I want to take." what I'm interested in, what I'm passionate about, and I want to apply it. Um, is there really a turning point? Or like a um, slow burn or what? I think, I, I think mainly really because I think at around that time, when I did decide to turn it, to make it my own thing, to try to like put my own music out there, I would say it was kind of for the wrong reasons. It was more just like, you know, oh, these are the people who can like make it in. It was more like a comparison thing. Because it's like, because I don't know if you had those times. I feel like a lot of people go through these, like, things where you see somebody doing it and you don't think that they're that qualified to be in the industry or be wherever they are. Mm -hmm. And so you're just like, oh, well, if they can be it, then I should be no problem. And that's how I really, that's, I feel like that was my mentality going into it around that time. It was also my biggest heart, my, it was burning for my generation or younger because I knew every every generation is going it's 
going down. It's it's creating hard. It's harder for people. You know, children like younger people nowadays. Oh, you know, it may seem like they have it easier, but it's like every day it's just like it's almost getting worse to the point where society is really pushing them down. It's really like 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 all on like all in their faces and basic stuff like that and their life is like creates a turn it's it's gone to a point now where it's like they need more help from us than we've ever had to rely on anybody else honestly and so that's that's how it really that's how i feel like it was and so that was really a big turning point for me okay. and it was honestly and it's honestly still the motivation for me to even keep going you know because there were times where i wanted to like quit there were times that I didn't even want to, like, I would just want to stop. Yeah. And I, I and what, yeah, and it was like, it wasn't because, like, and like music or whatever. It was just like, I was tired, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, I can't, I feel like there's nothing left for me to do. Yeah, that's, that's a real thing that a lot of people, like, outs, even outside of music, a lot of people don't notice, like, especially because a lot of people see, like, oh, I just dropped the CD, okay. <laughs> um, a lot of people <laughs> see, like, whether it's music or, uh like physical art or like even content creation like there's a burnout there sometimes where like sometimes because this is like my third youtube channel <laughs> third wow yeah oh my gosh um you know so like it, there's a like where you like you just want to give up it's it's easy to you got to keep like you got to like look at what made you want to start and either if, if you still like agree with that or if you've grown from it and and see like okay I want to be better than this and how I was, so I need to keep going, you know? Because I, I do yeah. agree that the mindset of, like, oh, if they can do it, I can do it, um, can be a little toxic. Like, I understand, like, if you want to, if you're talking about, like, I want to get better, if they can do this, I know I can be better. Um, yeah. Not necessarily trying to diss them, but saying, like, I wanted to be the best, you know? Mm. But also, like, if, the, if they can do it, I can do it, can also lead to, like, excuse me, like, uh, it, not, I don't want to say lead to, that's not the right word, but, um, you know, because in the end, it's expression. All of it's art and expression in some kind of way, you know? Right. So it's, it feels kind of insulting in that way, you know? Um, oh, it is, man. But yeah, especially with the keeping going and all that. But um, where was I on the questions? Um, So your name, No Luck, how did you how did you decide on that? Oh, okay. So those who don't know and who know me, like, or even those who knew me back, back in middle school, I went through a lot of rap names. Like, I mm. could not stay with one for the longest. My first one, if I can remember correctly, was JJ Sizzle because that was what one of my classmates gave to me mm-hmm. around that time where I said I wanted to do rap. It was specifically Christian rap. And so he was like, he was like, your name should be Jay Sizzle. And so I was like, okay, JJ Sizzle. And so I just kind of went along with that. Then a few months later, it switched to like Busy J. And switched to something else, and then it switched to King Jeff. I and I and I thought that was the one that was gonna stick for the longest, mm-hmm. but then people started accusing me for uh, taking Young Thug's name because his name, his real name is Jeffrey, and oh. I'm like, I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> and so, and so, and then then I went to Little Padre because to try to like bring out more of my Puerto Rican side because okay, for Puerto those who don't know, I'm, I'm okay. yeah, I'm far Puerto Rican. I'm like twelve yeah, percent, but I'm there. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and so like I decided to go with Lil Padre which was like an acronym I forgot what the whole acronym it was like polyonymous autistic something blah 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 mm-hmm. but then every time I say it in like the intro of my song 
it became more cringy because I wasn't yeah. like it wasn't like I was naturally like good in Spanish or like just like I wasn't fully in that spectrum. And so I was like, okay, this is cringy. I, I got to get rid of this name. And so then I would just roll with my regular name, Josiah Smith, for the longest time. Then I was like, then I, and then I tried keeping up with him. I was like, you know, I just named No Luck, you know, because it, it's it's a simple name, but it has a bigger meaning because I've realized a lot of times in my life, like, we'll say, like, oh, we're lucky, you know, and like, we live, like, it, like, it's lucky that you're alive. It's lucky that this, that, and other. But then it's like growing up, I realize this ain't luck. Anything, if anything, is a blessing or a miracle. Mm -hmm. I'm where I'm at right now. You know, and I'm not, and luck is something that you take for granted. Yeah. I feel like luck is something that you take for granted. I don't want to take this life for granted. When I look, by the time I'm done with this earth, time I'm out of here, I want to say that I've made a, I've been a blessing to somebody else. You know, I don't want to say I've, I was brought here by luck. I know I'm not brought here by luck. I know I'm not where I'm at because of luck. So luck to me is not even a part of my vocabulary unless a guilty pleasure. I say it to somebody else we're playing Madden, but that's not the point. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but like when it comes to me, I just know for a fact it's like luck didn't get to me, didn't get me where I'm at right now. Yeah. So I decided to say, you know what? No luck. That, that's my whole premises right there and so i just and so i've been rolling with that for like i believe a couple years now that's that's a very interesting way to put it because whenever because i i wouldn't have thought that because a lot of people are like this ain't luck this is skill it's really interesting that you put it as like a blessing you know and it, it speaks a lot on like your commitment to your faith and all that which is also something i notice a lot in your music how how much of your music is inspired if not all of it is inspired by your faith and your belief in god no, that like literally what you just said, <laughs> all of it. That's yeah. that's that's the number one thing. Even when even when around the period of time like a, like 2019 and maybe before, where I didn't really take my Christian life seriously, but I still wanted to let people know, like, I thank God for every for me where I'm at. Mm -hmm. You know, because I feel like I feel like there's a lot of scared scared Christians. Mm -hmm. I want to say I feel like people are like be like i always make this terminology like there'll be like the instagram bio christians well they'll mm -hmm. they'll put scripture but yet you see them in person and they're nothing like what they describe themselves <laughs> and it's like that reminds me of a tweet then, that reminds uh, me of a tweet i made um it'll be it was southern white girls will be like god is number one then bully someone to suicide that was like my first tweet on my account <laughs> <laughs> no but no it's like it's true yeah and it's and then it's like i feel like even when it comes to rappers you know you'll be like you'll be hearing a lot of rappers who just like oh i believe in god i thank god for this that, and another i'm like how or they say like oh i put on god they'll basically make any reference to god and i'm mm -hmm. like how in the world are you gonna talk about god but yet you're over here talking about sex money and drugs and glorifying yeah. like how does that work and so so and like now when I'm putting it, I want people to know, like, not only am I going to mention God, but I'm going to make sure that everything is glory to him. Yeah. I'm going to make sure that I tell people, like, he's the reason why I'm here. Yeah. I'm not putting that credit on nobody else like that. I'm I'm letting people know, like, this, like he's the reason why I'm here. So and I'm not going to back down from that. I'm not. That's something, that's something I respect a lot about you and your music. 
is like a lot of like less so Christian rappers, but more Christian rappers, rappers that are Christian. Um, like a lot of them talk about like, I thank God for this. He's the one, but also indulge in that sinful life or that they, they, they brag about in their lyrics and all that. I haven't noticed that a lot of that in your lyrics. Like I, I, I see confidence, obviously, you know, you, you're, you're proud. Um, yeah. but like, I, I noticed that a lot is like you, 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 pr you practice what you preach. Exactly. You know, um, and that's something that I love about your music. Um, let me think, let me see what else, what, what, what's the next question I want to go to? There are a good few of them I could choose from. Um, I guess uh, let's get more into like the specific, like sound, your sound and whatnot. What's, how would you describe like your style of music to like someone who doesn't know who you are? Shoot. Um, I feel like this is like very vague. It's a very, it's I... a very generalized question. Cause you do have a lot of range, I think. Yeah. Um, if I had to pick one word to really describe my style, describe my music, if I was like telling you how I was, mm -hmm. I would very, I would say unorthodox. Uh, like, like anything, like if you were to listen to me right now, if you were to look at me right now, you and you were to give like a basic idea, like if you've never met me, if you've never talked to me ever, if you never knew like how I was like prior to hearing about my music, if you were to look in my face right now, I promise you, whatever your thought was, like when you th when you think of like what I would sound like in music, I promise you it's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like tell that right now, like it is not what you think it is. That and makes, so and, and, that like it could be all over the place too. Cause I cause when I first heard you, it was through uh, "This Beat Goes Hard" by AJX. Yeah. Um, and so like, and then the next one I heard was number twenty five or back to back. And yeah. so I was like, oh, so this must be this guy's style of music. And then I looked, and I looked at more of your stuff. I looked at a word to Willie. I looked at uh, what's the other one? Uh, the EP is that called just Josiah, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was like, oh, he's got a lot of range. Like, um, Eyes Freestyle became one of my favorite songs by you, you know. Yeah. Um, or like, and then you had stuff like, uh, what's the name of it? Um, I have it. it's it's written just one moment, you know. I was oh like, yeah. Okay, you know, he has a lot of different range with this. Um, so yeah, that, I, that is kind of a general question, but it's it's in my non-specific questions. Um, let me see. Yeah. Um, whenever you're writing, like this doesn't have to go for any one type of song. You can for whatever song you're feeling or whatever style you're feeling. What whenever you're writing a song, what attracts you to like the style of the song you're going to write? Like what? I guess this goes into the the other question too. Like what's the process like uh, for writing a song for you? The process. Um. It, I, I would say it depends on like the mood like that I was already in like prior then yeah but I feel like it's it's also kind of hard to do that too so oh okay I'm, I'm gonna say for for a lack of a better thing it would it's always based off the mood that I was already priorly in mm, priorly, I don't think it's a word but like <laughs> like let's say okay like let's say like, there was a whole point where I think there was like a whole two weeks or something where I was just listening to nothing but, like, 90s hip-hop. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to make, like, a 90s, like, rap. Like, I'm going to find a 90s beat, and I'm going to write some, and I'm going to write some based off that style. And then even, like, when it comes to my sad songs or, like, my like my breakup songs or whatever, mm -hmm. I just gone through a breakup or something else just happened, and I need to get something off my chest. I'm going to write a song about that. You know, it's always based off the mood that I'm already, like, probably feeling. And if I feel, and if I really don't know really what I'm feeling, it's kind of just like I'll sit there. Then whichever one kind of like it like punches me like right in the heart, like right there, 
like just gets me on my seat boom that's the one i'm going for right there it don't even matter which what's what's after that that's the one i'm going after you got you gotta like feel it huh yeah that's it yeah i I gotta feel it i get it like i don't of course i don't record and release songs i mean clearly um but i do write a lot of songs i've written for other people as well um ghostwriter not not really anymore but i i write i've written like probably several albums worth that are just sitting in my phone um okay but like it's really just like because i wrote a pop punk album right um okay which i'm, I'm looking for performers for if you want to hop on there <laughs> um, but, um but like it, it's really like because when i was when i was writing that album i wasn't writing any like rap stuff i was like i'm in a pop punk mood i've been listening to like mgk uh ian mcconnell uh little Aaron, stuff like that you know uh and so I'm like, this is the mood I'm in. You know, it, 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 I see the mood thing a lot, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and then where's, where was I? I? I keep losing my questions. I'm, I'm, I can't read. <laughs> I, mean, I was an English major and I can't read. Come on now. Um, <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. Is there anything like, is there anything like crazy or interesting that your, your, your journey, or your music career has led you to so far? Crazy? Um... I don't want to say crazy but i think the one thing that this music thing has taught me especially like with this with this album i just dropped by the way uh, we won't come up with that later on anyways but um with uh this album that i just released i think it really taught me the big thing of patience because that was always the one thing i've lacked my entire life i was i hated waiting on things i hated like in school like when it came to like tests and stuff Mm -hmm. i never took my time with tests and i always think okay boom 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 like like uh, my old like special needs teacher like special case teacher she Mm -hmm. would always call me speedy gonzalez because i always rushed through my work Mm -hmm. whether i would be good at it or not wasn't the point my whole point was i gotta take time and and it's like i've always and i personally always wanted to work on it but it's just like i didn't know how to now yeah. with this album and, and the album that came out it's like i worked on this album for like year almost a year and a half yeah and so like literally as soon as word to willie dropped i started working on this album really and yes okay. like we immediately afterwards because i dropped that album when i dropped word to willie i was rushing through it mm-hmm. it's like i knew what my plan was i knew what i wanted but at the same time, it was like, I didn't want to keep holding this because I felt like if I kept holding it, I would never get it out. Yeah. And so I and so I'd start pulling all these other songs I've had before and then. And I'm just like, you know, what? I'm just going to put it into this album and we're just going to release it. I and wonder... yeah, Go ahead. I wonder if um, a lot of that because I know because uh, I know you said you, you, you do have autism, right? Yeah. yeah. So I wonder if like that impatience thing, because I. I mean, hell, I got two best friends that both have Asperger's, and I myself have ADHD, so I'm no stranger to neurotypical neurodivergent stuff. I wonder if that relates to that in any way, because I know at least me and my roommate are, are I'm pretty impatient. I know that, and he's 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 impatient. He has to do things fast. Um, yeah, and that's a good virtue to learn, especially with that. I don't want to say hurdle, you yeah. know, because I, I don't. It's not a bad thing by any means, you know, or, or like, but uh, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, um, that is like bit like 
think yeah and, and i think it really does play into a factor of it too because i like i'm like if you were if you ever met me if you if anybody's ever met me like anybody listen to this podcast like you know i can never sit still unless i'm like dead tired or i'm like low in energy i can never sit still i'm always pacing around especially when i'm, when I'm on like facetime with people or whatnot people may notice too i'm always walking around somewhere yeah. I'm either walking in circles, I'm walking back and forth. I'm always doing something, and I've always felt like I gotta do something. Yeah, you're moving no. on your Snapchat stories. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I apologize for what I make people dizzy for. Like, I apologize ahead of time. Y'all just like, because my parents be doing it all the time. Like, they be like, man, you'll be able to look on a while. Emma, you better sit down for make me dizzy, man. Yeah. No, I, I get so it. Like, you, you hear this? That's my ADHD meds right there. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Um, no, I'm. So like I get it, you know, with the, even now I'm I'm shaking and all that, just because I've been sitting in this chair for a while. Yeah. Um, that's why my live streams never last more than like two hours, you know, because I can't I cannot sit in this chair. Um, <laughs> I'm like it's a comfortable chair. I mean I spent a hundred dollars on it, so. But it, it's a nice chair though. Built this thing myself when it came. It was it was nice. My say it must be a nice chair. If you were spending over a hundred dollars on the dang thing. Shoot. My, my homeboy. Uh, have you played any Overwatch at all? Um, no, I haven't. I haven't. I don't really play it either, but I know there's this character, Diva, and yeah. there was a chair that was modeled after her character, and my homeboy spent $500 on that, pink, on that no. pink Diva chair. Heck no. Uh-uh. That, that chair better, like, be the, that chair better massage me while I'm sitting in it if it's, if it's $500, man. That's... That, no, that chair better start levitating, slowly, <laughs> it better start zooming out of here, it better start time traveling if it costs that dang much. I better, I better be like, I better feel like I'm floating, yeah. Um, right. but when it comes to, cause he, 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 he oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me, me some too, stuff, man. like, who has inspired you, like, who do you think is, like, your biggest inspiration, like, if you had to choose one person biggest inf inspiration yeah for your music and just you as a person in general you know and your values oh oh my biggest inspiration has to be my mom okay i'm a, I'm a mama's boy for real Me um <laughs> like i love the dog crap out of my mom yeah like like a lot of stuff that i've experienced in my life a lot of things that like a good majority of things that i've experienced in my life i've always told my mom and it wasn't because like oh i feared my dad i love my dad too my dad's cool he's it's weird my dad's the more funny side mm -hmm. of everything and my mom is like i'll say the more serious side but like when it comes to like more life stuff i always talk to it more with her than i do with my dad yeah that makes so sense. I'm the same way. And, and so my mom has been my rock dude like is she, is she, you're in, uh, North Georgia now, aren't you? Is she no, still, I'm in, uh, huh? I mean, like, North Georgia as in, like, the for, college? For school, yeah. Well, no, no, I'm like, in, just uh, the area, the area. Just the area, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I know you're in Prince Chapel, aren't you? Yes, sir. Yeah. Is, is your mom still in Texas? Oh, no, oh, uh, no, all my, all my immediately fam immediate family is here. Okay, so they're still all close and everything? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good, you got your good support group there. Uh. Um, let's see, where else, where else can I go? Who, if, if you have to, who would you, whether it be like big artist or just local artists or artists around your size, who, who do you think would be a good, someone you haven't collaborated with that you'd like to? Oh, that could, that could mean, that, that's such, it's a lot of rappers, dude. Oh, yeah. rappers, 
If I had to pick my number one, or if, okay, if I had to narrow down a list, like let's say like top three artists I ever want to collaborate with, like when it comes to like a big, um, I, Lecrae is definitely one of them. Like if like if I promise you, if I do not, <laughs> if I do not have a collab with Lecrae, I'm gonna cry. Yeah. <laughs> um, him, uh, who else? I love um, what's the what's the name? Um, oh, why can't I remember her name? Uh, she's a huge gospel artist. Like she's one of like the best ones like of all time. I forgot what her name is. Tamla Man, that's her name. Yes, okay. Tamla Man. Oh man, anyone who grew up on like Medea and Tyler Perry shows know know about her and her skill, bro. Like, golly. Then like. Also, lo- I would love to collaborate with Denzel Curry. I yeah. would love that, bro. He's been he's been doing some interesting projects recently. Or oh yeah, for sure. The last couple of years, he's been real real into the art- artsy side of it. I like that. Um, yeah. What's the what do you think is the best advice you've been you've been given for whether it become in music or in general? Best advice that I've been given. Hmm. That's a that's a good question. Very, very good question. I've been taught a lot of things. Um, one advice I feel like I've been given is always, I think, just like cultivating your talents. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I've, and that could, and that could, is really like specific for like one thing, at least for me, was like cultivating like, like your music talents but at the same time like around that time i was also like really good at drawing and i was so good at drawing up up to like mid middle school i stopped and i and to this day i couldn't tell you why i stopped but i feel like going back into it but um i kind of i used that and my mom was like make sure you cultivate your talents make sure you keep on doing what you know you're good at doing but i've also took that and kind of like branched it into also using your talents for greater good mm-hmm. you know because i feel like if i'm not reaching people more than just getting money and getting famous because when you die you ain't gonna have that stuff yeah when you die you're not you're none of that's gonna be there with you so why would i try to settle for something that i know for a fact that i'm not gonna keep with me yeah no i'd rather i'd rather sit here i'd rather sit listen i'd rather me not do music at all and leave this earth being satisfied that I've touched millions of people, even touched tens, like ten people, mm-hmm. or then you get all this rags of riches and stuff, and not and not touch nobody. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so it's like I always think about the bigger picture of everything, and it's like I want to do it for these for these uh, greater generation for this new coming. You know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, that's that's a I like I like that standpoint because like, no matter even if you're not like, realizing it like, when someone listens to your your music or or watches something that you do, that is a single person that is affected directly by your actions. So you you really want it to be the best you can be, you know, and be able to mm-hmm. touch them in a certain way, and make them come out with a positive, uh, experience. Exactly. Uh, let me see. Now, what what uh what strengths uh do you have that Excuse me. What strengths do you have that make you believe you're great or be proud of what you create? Um, I think 
uh, if I had to be really vague to sound kind of cliche, mm-hmm. one strength that I have is the strength that I don't that I don't have on my own. No, so the fact that I can relate it to some of a higher power, I can relate it to God. Mm-hmm. It's like that's enough strength for me to not even just not even just with music, but just in, with life in general. Mm-hmm. You know, if I ha- if I feel like I can have something to lean back on, if I have something that I can put all my effort and and kind of just rest upon, and I'll let I'll let God do the rest. You know, and I think that's really brought in a lot of way i am as a person it's brought a lot of like this excited energy this like protective and loving energy around people because i've really let him do what he needs to do to work in me and so that way i can relay that message to other people okay um now flip that one around what are are there any weaknesses you're trying to work on or improve on Oh, there's always room to improve. And anybody who tells you that they don't got no weaknesses, they straight up lying to you. This is a lot straight from the pit of hell. Um, but improvement, like weaknesses, I really feel like I think I think when it comes to the music industry, I feel like just not just rushing into anything. I feel like being able to like sit back and you know uh take a look at it and like look back over it a couple things and kind of just like i just glance at it but just to like eva basically evaluate the whole situation before you go and step into it i feel like that's something that i really i'm i've been working on for years but i'm i'm still kind of like not i don't want to say weak but i'm still a little bit lacking in that area so i that's something i continuously try to work on especially trying like going into I won't say adulthood because I'm already an adult, but like more into adulthood before I move out and yeah. having to pay taxes and all that. So, okay. um, that's pretty much all the the like the non-specific questions. I'm gonna get into some more questions about like maybe you or some of your past music. Then we'll start talking about yesterday's history. Bet. Um, so uh, some of these questions are because I wrote a lot of these questions before yesterday's histories came out. Um, and so a lot of them are a couple of them are about word to Willie. Um, <laughs> who who is Willie? Willie is the name of my granddad that I never met. Okay. Um, well, yeah, he was my mom. Mom was real close to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom loved love Willie. It was uh, like his. Uh, that was her rock right there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, even though I never met him, because he died before I was born, I still look up to him because. Mm-hmm. He he did a lot for my mom. Okay. No, so, and it's like kind of like a trans. I don't know what the word is. It's like kind of like a linear thing. Okay. So like transcending is what you're trying to say. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So is this is it is was that album more like dedicated to him or like things you would say if you could or what? Yeah, like that. Like that album, I would say is like this is like hey. Willie, like granddad, like if you if you you haven't seen me already, like if you if you aren't already looking at me from above, no, and you aren't already like evaluating like how I am. This is this is what I'm feeling right now. This is how my life is going as of this moment. I like so this is that's kind of like that's kind of like a letter to him in a sense. I like hearing that kind of stuff from artists because like 
given the artist's personal life is separate from their music and it's okay if someone wants to know about someone about the artist's personal life but obviously don't be a creep you know but i like seeing that kind of peek into the behind the scenes of it you know you know mm -hmm. knowing like who it's for and whatnot like because you know crypt you know crypt yes he does a lot of stuff like about to his grandma and even on his recent album he has a song to his grandpa it's not a good one uh not not <laughs> the song is bad but the the message to his grandpa is not a good message but uh, you know, um, it's it, apparently his grandpa's a real bad person, but it, it's interesting seeing that kind of stuff to like saying like what they would say, you know, because I don't I don't personally relate to it. You know, I don't really have any grandparents that I knew or had yeah. anyone real close to, you know, that have, have passed yet. For some reason, everyone in my family lives forever. Um, huh. Like my my grandpa, uh, my grandpa that died a couple of years, my great grandpa, excuse me, that died a couple of years ago was like nearly 100. So. Wow. But I guess that's just, like, huh? I, hopefully I got those good genes in me. <laughs> hey, um, hey, I believe it. I think you do. But um, I'm trying to look at some of these questions. We've really kind of answered some of these questions already. Um, I guess, because um, when I first found out you had autism, it was on uh, 10.03.18, that interlude on A Word to Willie. Mm. Um, has that or any other, like, mental health issues sort of affected you and how so in your in your process of making music and your career path? Um, music-wise, I think it's not so much a challenge. It's not so much, like, something that's, like, um, it's, like, kind of, like, been an obstacle when it came to music, but it's more of, it's been my projection to, you know, to be better, to be, to be good, you know, and I fit, because... And I think when I put that out there that I have autism, I also want people to understand that I'm not just here just to encourage you that, hey, your life's going to be great, you know, you're beautiful, you're amazing, and blah, blah, blah. But I also want people to know that if I can do this, then you can do this too. Yeah. You no, know, there's no, ex there's no, by excluded, there's no exception to that. Yeah. at all and so i want people i want people to understand like even with a disability still have the ability be great you know yeah because a lot of people a lot of people will be like oh i can't do this because of this and this and this and that's not to like put down any or doubt anyone because of their illness or disability or whatever you're you're perfect right. you're beautiful and perfect however you're made you know um but like a lot of people like blame their stuff on they're not trying not even trying or not doing something on oh i wouldn't be able to because like say like i can't do this because i'm depressed or i can't do this because i have autism you know so it's good to like at least even even like to just put the message out there like yes you can you know exactly that, that. It's, it's it's more or less it's like and, and i've i know some people like that but mm -hmm. i've also know i also know somebody who's blind mm -hmm. and but she's over here like you over like bet you like if you were to close your eyes and never see the way she walks or anything like that mm -hmm. like you like you wouldn't think there was nothing wrong with her yeah because and she says it all the time even with her disability of not being able to see she's gotten so much better at all these other things yeah so therefore that it, it's not really a hindrance for her yeah. So it's just like I'm like I there's no excuse for me. It's like the only I'm like the only is it um not Theodore Roosevelt but somebody but it's been said only the person that's keeping you back um 
or the only thing that's even keeping you back from doing what you're supposed to do and to keep pushing forward is yourself. Yeah. And if you allowing those excuses, if you're allowing those things to say, oh, I can't do such and such because of that, yeah, you ain't going to be able to do it because you keep making excuses for it. Mm-hmm. You're not doing anything to work towards it or to work your way around it. And to yeah. try to create these loopholes to try to make sure, like, hey, I can do such and such because even though I got this. You know, it's a victim's mentality that really keeps not just people with disabilities, but just keep this generate this generation in general back yeah. from doing great things. Yeah, it's that paralyzing feeling people get. But even even in, like, outside of, like, music, outside of even in, like... Because a lot of people in YouTube, that was one of my problems, too. Um, in YouTube, I was like, oh, I can't do this because I don't have the money for good stuff. I started this right. on a, a 720p camera and a headset microphone, you know? Um, That's all you need, bro. Yeah, like, it's 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 really just the mindset of, like, you, you can't just wait. Because, you know, you're going to look back at your first stuff and be like, oh, that sucks anyways, no matter what, you know? Right. Like, there's a, a vlog I made in eighth grade that I wish I didn't delete off my other mm-hmm. channel that I look back and I'm like, why would you even say that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. You know, but no matter what, you just it's, just, it's just the point of, like, taking that first step, that initial hurdle. Exactly. Um, which is which is a big topic in the Twenty One Pilots Trench album. Y'all can y'all can hear that in my last two episodes of the podcast <laughs> <laughs> um, about the trench and all that. They, they, they go into a whole thing about that, in which I'm not going to get into it now because I just spent two podcast episodes talking about it. Um, <clears throat> with that being said, um, let's finally get into let's finally get into the new album. Yesterday's history. Um, uh-huh. I did I, as of recording this on June 10th, the day before. No, yesterday, excuse me, yesterday. Um, I did a live reaction to it. Um, I liked mm-hmm. pretty much there weren't really any skips for me. Um, but let's get into the questions. Why why the title Yesterday is History? What made you what made you choose that? Okay, so when I was trying to come up with like different like titles or whatnot, um and I couldn't I couldn't find anything. I was like I was blanked out. I couldn't figure out nothing. Mm-hmm. Then I remember there was this quote, and I feel like a lot of people know it, especially if you watch something like Kung Fu Panda, you've heard this quote. Mm-hmm. And, and and I'm actually, this is actually going into a part. And I decided to make this, like, okay, so the quote basically was, if you haven't heard it, it's, it's, it's um, the dude, he says, today is history, tomorrow is a mystery, today is a gift. That's why it's called the present. Mm-hmm. so I was like and it kind of stuck with me and I was thinking to myself I said and I thought about my journey when it came to like writing like writing my songs because I didn't come up with the title first I that was something that I came up like in the middle of my album and mm-hmm. so when I was thinking about the, all the songs I was writing and I thought about thought about what I was going through that past year or the past like time that I was writing these songs I was thinking to myself I said Oh, I'm gonna get out of this. This is gonna be a new journey for me. This is gonna be me saying, leaving all this in the past. That's really, and that's what that's what made me come up with that album name was Yesterday's History. And it's actually gonna be, for those who don't know, it's gonna be Saga. So it's gonna be Yesterday's History, Tomorrow's a Mystery, and then Today's a Gift. Okay. Be, so, so that's gonna be three parts. And, and, that's, and that's really what my whole testament to that album was, was that, no, all this that you're gonna hear in this album, 
not, it's not going to be this. It's not going to be the same thing once I'm out of it. By the time I'm done with my career, I promise you, what you heard from this album is not going to be anything like you heard from the last one. Okay. So, That's good. You want to like keep it, keep it different variety. You know, you're getting better and all that. You know. Um, exactly. Um. So, and that, another thing actually about the name is uh, a lot of people like try so hard to name something before they start. Like, never start with the name. You know, right. I had learned that too. <laughs> yeah, like that's I had learned that too. Like, because like, yeah. the the best way to come up with a name is to look look it back at either halfway finished or finished product and be like, this is something that suits it pretty well, you know. Exactly. Um, but um, so you said the album took like a year to write, right? Like immediately yeah. after work to Willie, you started working on it. Um, how was how was the process of that? How like how did that come together? Uh, um, it's a, kind of a broad question, but just however you can talk about it you know um okay it was uh it, it was a weird process mm-hmm. per se because when i first started working on this album when it, the first song that i actually started working on was um that that came from that album was sabonis okay. that was the very first song i started working on and i remember i was thinking to myself and and here's a funny story about that song, just in case anybody doesn't know. It was um, there was a beat. You know that song that says uh the song somebody that I used to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that famous song. Everyone knows that song. And then like, and there was like a beat that they made with the sample, and it was mm-hmm. just with like the oh what is it? Like a guitar. I don't know what yeah. what that melody was in the back. But they made a beat over that, and I was like, okay, it's kind of fire. And so I wrote those lyrics to that specific beat. Mm-hmm. So, but then all that other stuff started piling around. But then when it, but when I was writing my lyrics, I was like, dude, like, I'm way more lyrical than what I put out because I'm not trying to rush through this. Mm-hmm. Those, like, I always try to think through my songs, but especially with this album, I wanted to really, like, think through it. Like, I was on my, like, J. Cole mindset. Like, I really wanted to really think through this yeah. album before I put it out. Because every one of my songs, I wanted to affect somebody in a different way. I wanted to, to speak to other, to different people. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to just boil down to just the same person, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, when it came to, so... Really, when it came to that whole album, trying to journey that and write that, it was, it was tedious because I'm having writer's block. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Oh, writer's wild. block sucks. It is so <laughs> garbage, and yeah. I, I don't think I've ever had any harder writer's block than when it came to that album. And I was like, oh my gosh, I feel your and, pain, man, English major. <laughs> was, and I had to, and I had to, but I had to really try to bow through it because, really. Writer's Block was the was the main reason why those past two albums before Yesterday Was History didn't really live up the way that I wanted it to at first. Mm-hmm. Was because I was like, it's Writer's Block, and then I don't come up with nothing, and I'm just like, all right, well, screw it, then I'm just going to put out what I got. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and I felt like God was really trying to teach me, like, I want to impact these people, right? I'm like, yeah, then you got to take your time on it. You and I knew it. I knew I had to take my time on it, but it was just it was like I said before. It was like it was something I was struggling with patience and stuff. So, really, it was a tedious thing. But you know, it it taught me uh, that that was probably one of the most valuable my most valuable lesson I was ever taught 
was just make was just in this album alone. It was just not even the album itself. It's just the process into making it. Oh, and so. Also, sorry to anyone listening if they just heard that sound that came over my house. We're right next to an airport, and of course, mm-hmm. when I'm recording the podcast is when the when the planes come over. Um, <laughs> but that happens all the time, and it's so frustrating. There was a day my girlfriend and I were just hanging out here, and like six or seven planes just flew over my house within like an hour and a half. Like, okay. and we were we were because we heard them because we were just trying to watch a show. And we were just sitting there, and we were like, there were so many planes, like, can y'all stop? We're trying to watch Grimm, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> Bro, speaking of Grimm, my mama loves that show. She I'm, loves Grimm. I'm still on season one. My girlfriend uh, was like, you gotta watch Grimm. And I'm like, okay. And I was like, I wasn't really I wasn't really into the idea, because I mean, it just, it felt like off-brand Supernatural from someone who had never watched it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and then she started showing me, and we're still on season one, because she wants me to watch Stranger Things with her before we continue Grimm. Um, but I'm liking uh, it so far. It's it's a good show. It's a yeah. good show. My mom's finished it, so yeah. it's a, it's a good show. I have to keep watching it then, cause I mean I'm going to. It's just Stranger Things is forced almost four seasons now. But anyways, back to yeah. back to yesterday's history. Um, what do you, what what songs are like the hardest and easiest to write for you? Ah, uh, if you can rank them in that way. The easiest? Okay. I think. I want to say I don't. It's kind of hard to say because all of them I feel like they were easy in a sense, but mm-hmm. they weren't at the same time they weren't easy. Yeah. If I really had to rank them, I think the more hype songs, me, easiest ones to write. Then the more like serious side of it, which was like yeah. probably like what the second half of it. Yeah. That was kind of the more, like for lack of a better term, like more difficult ones that I had to write. And speaking of, like, the more serious ones being, like, more the second half of it, I noticed that in A Word to Willie, too, you kind of, like, grouped the songs together by, mm-hmm. um, by how, like, the, the, the vibe of them, like, whether they were more serious or they are just, you know, being ignorant, having fun, you know? Is there a reason for that? Yeah, yeah I just feel like that's a really cool pattern, mm-hmm. because you know, and I, and I was listening to what you said, too, because I was in case you didn't know, I was there for like the whole entire live stream. Yeah. And like and I and I liked what you said. You were making that comparison to um Touch one of the head. Yes, and you were talking about how it was kinda like oddly placed. And I want my album to be all over the place because I felt like if I was to do that, it, like you said, it would kinda like tune everybody out. It's kinda just like like wear you out after a while. And I cause I know that for a fact. I know for a fact I don't like that. Yeah. Like I like stuff to be consistent. Either we start off slow and then we get hype, or we get hype and we end slow. Like there has to be a consistency for me, and I and so I felt like, you know what, that's that's one to stick with, and especially for some other people, I I feel like consistency really is really what attracts a lot. It, it, it's not like it's not like a whole love story. Consistency attracts. <laughs> it attracts people. Yeah. But yeah. So, um, and for anyone who wasn't thing. there for the live stream that maybe listening to this podcast, I was talking about how in Crip's album "Tales from the Crip," he goes from the end, which is a real sad song. I think partially about suicide and a lot of his like depression stuff. And then it goes to "Sheesh" with him and Futuristic, which is purely a hype song where he starts off screaming like, "If you ain't ready, to, you know." Um, yeah. So, and that's what I was talking about on the live stream, saying I don't really like when they do that on albums because like it changes up the whole vibe. Because I was listening to the end, I was I was getting ready to cry, and then he started like spazzing out i'm like crypt 
please. I'm sad now. You, you can't you can't do that. Bro, yeah. it's just like dang, like dang. Can you let at least let me like let a, a tear roll down one more time before yeah, you because then like, let's breathe. It lets you turn around. It lets you start to turn around and get hype, and then goes to Dunno, which is one of the best songs on the album. Him and Quadeca, and I'm like, by that time, I'm getting okay, okay. And then Operating Room, the skit, it kind of throws you off. It's like okay, a skit, and then I'm not okay, which is another sad song. I, I'm like, uh, dang, okay, it's everywhere. Right. And his his Give new me a album, grace period. <laughs> yeah, his new album wasn't the greatest that either. But that's, that's something I I've saying I really liked about both the Word to Willie and uh, Yesterday's History. And I, I didn't I don't remember the track list that well for Josiah, so I don't know. But um. But yeah, um, it's a, it's a, and so yeah, yeah. A couple of guest verses. Do you have a favorite guest verse on it, or do you like them all for different reasons? Um, I like them all just for individually, yeah. individually based off like what the art, like how they are, mm-hmm. an artist. Because I've had a good chance to listen to like all of them, mm-hmm. and like and a few people like like a good half of my of those features on that song like i know him personally and i've like spoken with them i've known him for a while and then it's like to know like what they want to know how they really operate in the song it's just like okay yeah that's like like let's get into it like i like i like it when me i don't know maybe it's just me but i feel like when people combine like two different like artist styles together like Mm -hmm. they're like the way they come out I mean, it may not work every time because there's some instant cases of that. But, but I feel like majority of the time when you do that, it's a pretty cool thing because then you get to hear like different spectrums on the same song, and it's like, wow, okay. Not every then you realize too, like, dang, not every rapper is the same. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you see it. Uh, yeah, I know because you you and AJX have known each other for a decent bit of time, haven't y'all? Yeah, yeah, we yeah, know each so other. It's, for it's a, always a good it's minute. always good to have that. Charisma, not, I don't want to say charisma, connection there, so you know what each other wants. Yeah. Um, and I think actually AJX is the only one, uh, other one I know personally, at least have talked to on the album, which I need to start hitting up the other ones, get them on the podcast, listen to the music and all that. But that's for another sure. day. Um, <laughs> speaking of guest verses, bringing it up to uh, to back to back, you know that was my favorite song, one of my favorite songs on the album, just because I love that song. So I don't really yeah, want to count yeah, as my yeah. favorite song on the album. Um, but for that in Pastor Jen, that was I believe those were originally called number twenty five and number thirty one. Um, yes. Were those placeholders, or was there a reason for the name change or anything? Oh, okay. So I, I, I explained this to AJX too. I put the num the numbers. I first put the singles out. Mm-hmm. The number based off like the song I was writing. Mm-hmm. So like number twenty five, that was the twenty fifth song that I was writing. Okay. Number 31 with the 31st song I was writing. Okay. And so I like, like, if you were looking at my phone right now, if you look on my notes and like new album slash lyrics thing, mm-hmm. I've lit, like, there's numbers on them based off like how many songs I've written or how many songs I'm in the process of writing. Okay. So, and that's what I was thinking about doing for this album, but then I was like, eh, nah, never mind. And so I decided to try to like switch it up and be like, all right, I'm not going to tell them the name of it yet. Yeah. I'm going to put numbers in it to kind of, kind of like, like you know, have you have you ever like seen those artists, who, like who like put like WAV file names mm-hmm. for their songs and stuff? That's the kind of vibe I wanted to give off. And then when it comes time to actually release, yeah. And so once I release the album, it's like okay, this is the actual name of it. Now you can refer to this as blah blah blah. A lot of people do that with hiding features. I think J Cole did that with, with the off season. He hid the features until like 
we listened to the song or heard exactly i was like oh my god i, I wasn't expecting like my favorite song on that album is the one with little baby and i didn't know oh, he was yeah. on it until that second verse came around then he he, he bounced off j cole's uh, flow and i was like hold up whoa <laughs> i had to pause the song no. i had to rewind that i had to listen to that again that was that was hard um but yeah the surprise element is also is always really good for excitement and getting hyped for the album i i like that sure um yeah. let me think i got a, one or two more questions for yesterday's history let me decide uh which one um okay so going back to the track list um 21 songs that's that's a lot of songs how'd you decide on like the final track list or like with the amount of tracks and all that um, um okay this is go it's gonna be kind of it's gonna be kind of bad i guess i don't know but um i originally wanted to do actually was actually supposed to be wasn't supposed to be 21 tracks it's actually supposed to be 24 tracks okay because i wanted to wanted to get an album out where it was longer than an, or at least like an hour long instead mm -hmm. of like these like because i because to me it's disappointing when i'm looking at an album and there's like all these songs i'm like okay it's a yeah. lot of songs and then it's like 46 minutes or like 30 some i'm like are you serious yeah like i can enjoy this man it's not something i can ride on the road to you know what i'm saying yeah and so i'm just like i want to create that i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna at least put more than 20 songs at least more than like 15. yeah i want it to actually be an album album not just like an lp i want it to be an album album mm -hmm. and it came to like the actual track list itself really just came from like a collection of songs that I was already like writing like i said around that time mm -hmm. then i was like all right how am i going to group these together and then then once i found the consistency like with the whole hype thing and then transitioning to the thing i was like okay this is how it's gonna go and so that's how i decided to put it and and it's really been how the way i've been really structuring it and so that's really what kind of put me with that the, the checklist and the order and everything okay um i got i got one last question for you for yesterday's history um right. some of these song names i don't i don't know the meaning of them just in, in case the fans don't either i got three songs uh the first song in the album yeshua is there like a uh, behind that one yes okay yeshua is is already a song so yeshua was a cover song my intro yeshua is just another name for god okay and there's a spontaneous and there's like i remember we was i was in college one time we had to do this thing it's it's a long story i'm it's, i'll explain it for another time but long story short there was a song they were playing in the background and it was called yeshua and it was like a spontaneous worship type thing and i love spontaneous worship and so i was and so i was listening to it in the back it was playing on the speakers too and so i was listening to it i was like okay this is catchy i like this mm -hmm. and so i kind and so that was that's why i decided to roll with i was like okay this is a good thing i'm, I'm gonna keep this but yes, it was just another name for God. Also, I love that song, by the way. That's I didn't know you could sing like that. That was beautiful. <laughs> um, uh, some light, some light. And uh, Sabonis, what does that mean? Oh, Sabonis is the name of an NBA player. Okay, he, I don't follow NBA play, too much, so. Uh, he plays for, the. as of right now, he plays for the Indiana Pacers. He's a power forward, I believe. I'm about to look more into that, but such an underrated player like people that he doesn't get enough credit like i love Sabonis, bro yeah okay Very um, good player. and then dvs what does that stand for david versus saul okay and that was 
you had to do a project based off of anything that happened in the Old Testament, mm-hmm. and anybody who's read the read the Bible or even the Old Testament period has knows about David, mm-hmm. like King David and like the relationship between him and King Saul, and they was just like they were just going at it, and so that's what it was like David versus Saul, and that was and we had a and I actually performed that song, um, for our project, um, for that class. And so I was, sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going over. Like, come on, I'm trying to hear him. I was like, I, I hear it now. Then it happened but, all day, uh, but once, till twice now. Now that I'm recording. <laughs> but yeah, and so that's that's what um that's what DVS stands for. Okay. And that's all I got for yesterday's history. We're we're coming on the tail end of the podcast here. We're going. We're a little over an hour. It doesn't matter. We're having a good time. This is a good good yeah, conversation. Good. Um, now that now that this is out. Now that yesterday's history is out, you know, is there anything you're working on now, uh, like immediately, like you were after Work to Willie? Or are you just going to ride this one for a minute or what? As tempting as it. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. I burped just like <laughs> my interlude. Um... <laughs> yeah, that, that guy caught me off guard. Because <laughs> I think when I was live streaming, I was saying something and then you burped in the song. I was like, wait, wait, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um,. As tempting as it is to write something right immediately afterwards, because it's like I'll, my mind's always filled with ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just I'm actually gonna be like I gotta pull a Thanos. I'm like I could finally rest, you know, because I've been working on this for a year, and it's like I feel like my brain is like telling me like right now, like all right, give yourself a break, chill out, like. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing now. But as of like working on any more music, I'm working. I currently working on a worship album okay so that's so that's gonna be the next next thing i'm still gonna be having features with other artists or whatnot when it comes to rap that's still gonna be going around yeah but when it comes to like my own music it's gonna be worship album and pro and it's gonna it's gonna be a hot minute before i do any other writing or whatnot so yeah that's reasonable it's this is a big project to put out 21 songs you know and just it's a good project too, <laughs> but yeah, I get the, right. the, the rest in it on that. And the features, you know, get get your bag, homie. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying, y'all. It's me with this podcast. I, I made four zero point zero four cents from this podcast so far. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, bro, you need to. I, I recorded, Woo! I recorded one ad. My girlfriend is calling me. Um, baby, I'm gonna have to. I can't talk to you right now. I'm recording a podcast episode. She calls me uh. at the worst times. Dog, I, I listen. I, <laughs> I saw you at the um, I saw the live stream when she was like trying to call you or like text you or whatever. You said, you know what? I'm gonna leave her on open. I'm like, he is bold for that. <laughs> he's um, like, he's a relationship on the line right there. Yeah, like, um, like, cause like I was live streaming on Twitch the day before, and she had called me, and cause I was playing the new Minecraft update, and I was like, well, this is boring anyways. Hey, hey, babe, you're live. Um, right. Um, but then the reaction live stream, I'm like, all right, she can't be texting me over. I'm trying to listen to this song. Um, right, do you, do you so tell her like, like, do you tell her like, hey, like, I got some, I got such and such going on, so I might be able to talk for such and such time. Uh, yeah, no, it, I, I don't know if, we're, if I'm talking to her at the moment, but she's been, she's been in uh, Florida with her family, so she hasn't been responding that well, anyways. So. Oh, I'm not trying yeah. to throw shade <laughs> on the podcast. But... I'm like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Like, oh, Emeraldine, if you're listening, I didn't mean anything. You are a wonderful and beautiful, amazing woman. Please don't be mad at me. Anyways, 
I'm saying I'm just and I'm just gonna be the innocent black uh, man bystander. That I'm just I'm just being the corn. Be like I ain't hear none. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, she's usually cool because she knows she knows I do this YouTube stuff. You know, she doesn't really she doesn't really watch it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just it's just, this whole podcast is just a bunch of throwing shade, ain't it? <laughs> okay. What's she gonna do? She's in Florida. She can't do anything to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fun and games when she comes back. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll be hearing it come like Sunday or Monday, but now I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, hey, I can I can breathe for now. That's a problem for future me. But um, that's that's pretty much all the all the questions I got for you. Um, other than where can we listen to your music, man? Oh man, you got you got Apple Music, got SoundCloud, Spotify, all that. No luck. It's just as simple as that. Um, coming out, I'm gonna put this album is gonna come out soon on audio mac i you can even hear it you can if you want to make some tiktok trend or trailer trend out of it too you you sure as heck can look you can find on your instagram you can find pretty much almost anywhere really you just go ahead and look for me look for no luck you see a good handsome black man looking upon the lord and uh, you'll 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 know where to find me gotta throw that handsome in there <laughs> hey i got um, you um but yeah, um, this this episode will be up on June twenty sixth, I believe. So you think it'll be out on everything by then? Yeah, it should it should be. It and there'll be, be some there'll be some links into in the description, um, to his stuff just to just to promote it, you know, just so you can get easy access. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, what do you, shout out your album? Uh, Yesterday Sir. is history. That's out on all platforms, I believe. Uh, go stream that. Get get him some cash for it. Um, mm -hmm. And then what else? I say I'm, I'm a Christian, but I, I I need me my money, man. I need I need y'all y'all want some more music. You gonna have to you pay got, me. You got those student <laughs> you loans. Got, <laughs> you got you got to help me out here, man. Um, but um, you have anything to add to it? Um, I just want to say for those anybody who's listening to this, y'all like. As, as vague as this sounds, just pursue your dreams, dude. Whatever you feel like you're confident enough to do, whatever you feel not not even just confident enough to do, whatever you whatever comes to mind that you want to do, go ahead and pursue it, dude. Don't let nobody else tell you that you can't do do this because of that. You know what I'm saying, if you end up falling out of it for the greater good, then that's then that's whatever. But do be go pursue your dreams. And to all my fellow Christians and whatnot, pursue what God has for you. I promise you, you'll be perfectly fine. Put everything into His hands. Be good to go. Alrighty, that's good. Again, y'all, that was that. This is no luck. Um, check him out everywhere. You you've you've seen him on my channel. You will see him on my channel when I get to the album review. I cannot make any promise of how fast that will be because I said the crypto one will be out by the end of May, and it came out on, in April. So, and it's June <laughs> now. So, I'm gonna get to that eventually. <laughs> There will be an album review though. Um, you can you can listen to him on everything he's already said um, in the podcast. We're here because of Anchor. You'll, you'll probably have heard an ad for Anchor um, somewhere in here. Um, so it's on Anchor. It's on Spotify. I upload it to YouTube every time, and it's on Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Breaker, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to the YouTube. Not only mine, but No Lux. Um, I believe he has. A, you have a topic channel. That's how I watch the. Uh, and then you have what your Josiah Smith is your personal channel. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put my stuff on there too. I, I promise y'all, y'all ain't gonna see no empty channel. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna put some stuff on there, man. I promise. But um, subscribe, subscribe to both of those. Leave some comments, like the video, maybe turn the notification bell. Um, 
I want to thank you guys for watching, and I guess we're out of here. Say goodbye, man. Yeah, y'all. Adios. <laughs> ah. Let's see you on the next one. Peace.